Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Hey everyone, welcome to Elijah Streams. Today's Wednesday, January 18th, 2022. I'm your host, Kelsey O'Malley. I'm filling in for Steve Schultz. Now you guys might notice my clock says a different time and different date because we are pre-recording this episode with Kat. Uh, this time just works works better for her. And if you guys know and follow Kat, you know that her schedule is totally different than most of us on the earth. She's very heavenly minded and she goes by the time of heaven. So this works a lot better for, for her. And we're just thankful that you guys are here with us today. I'm thankful to be back with you guys. I feel like I haven't seen you in a while. So blessings to everyone. Thank you guys so much for praying for me, for those who have been sending me emails about my son, me and my husband are due with our third baby at the end of February. And I am uh, growing and getting bigger. I'll give you a quick little side shot if I could, maybe of the belly there. We're growing. He's getting real big. He's doing real healthy and we're doing great over here. My kids are so excited for our family to grow. And I just appreciate all the prayers and the love um, that you guys have been sending to me. Before we bring Kat on, we have one quick uh, announcement for you guys. We just want to thank you again so much for each and every one of you who have given um, of your prayers, given of your finances, uh, even given of your time to this show to support everything that God is doing right here. Thank you for supporting all the wells. You are changing lives um, every single time you give. We just, I can't thank you guys enough. The smiles on these children's faces. It's worth every penny. It's worth all the effort, all the time. Everything is worth it to see them give glory uh, to our Father in heaven. So let's play, play our newest well promo. Wow, look at all those smiling faces. I just love all those videos. Whoever's uh, creating those two, you're doing an awesome job. And Thank you again for um, sewing into what Elijah Streams is doing. You're making a huge difference in so many lives. And we know that we want to store up our rewards um, in heaven. We want to store up our treasures in heaven. And it's it's amazing to see um, all that they are doing and partnering with. So thank you, Steve, for your heart and Warren for your heart. And everyone who's involved in these projects is just amazing. So. Without any further ado, let's bring on Kat Kerr. Hey, Kat. Hi. You look beautiful today. I love your new background. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it matches so well with your hair. <laughs> Our new background to the new temporary place. <laughs> Temp the new temporary place. Then the there'll be another new place. studio. Yeah. So how... How you doing? What's what's been on your heart recently from the Lord? I know He's given you a lot of downloads. I'm understanding more and more how important it is to be willing to take His journey or His preparation time. You know, even though He's made it clear this is what's going to happen, this is what I will do. Trust mm -hmm. me, there's going to be some prep thing behind that. That's just the way He is. He wants to make sure that we are fully ready to step into the new with Him. And so if there's something still in your life, not not wrong, but that you don't understand fully or maybe working with new people or doing new things in a new place, he's going to make sure in this season of acceleration, you get to experience that. So you're fully prepared 
to step into the actual new of your life. And uh, all I can say, this is definitely acceleration time. We've been experiencing that. Uh, so many things going on right now in our own lives. Uh, my mm -hmm. family's life, Jen, my mom, myself, my husband, of course, uh, and in our staff. Really, they're experiencing new things, too. And uh, God is preparing us all for that new place, new offices. Yay. Uh, we're <laughs> Yay. so excited about that, that we won't be living in our offices anymore. If y'all didn't know that, God actually has us doing that for like several years. And now, of course, uh, and so now we're actually going towards our brand new home that we've already selected and we're going to be getting it. But even now, there's some things he still wants us to learn with each other, experience with each other. So that's why we're here. But we're near the beach, which we love the beach here. And so this is sec our second beach place. We have moved fully out of where we were. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Jen says yay, because you have no idea how long it's taken us to do that. We were there for almost 17 years. And let me give you a tip. I already gave it once. Here it is. Don't wait forever. All right, to get rid of things you don't need, you don't want, make sure they're not hanging around in some corner somewhere, some closet somewhere, underneath the table somewhere. I'm telling you, we found so many things in this whole this whole uh, journey of getting rid of stuff, moving out of the place that we were living in for so many years. It took us a whole lot longer, months and months to do it. Wow. But God has said, get rid of everything personal out of the office, make sure it is in storage before I move you into your new place. And we finally did that. We had a big celebration ourselves. I think I had chocolate cake like twice. <laughs> and so now we're on this journey of prep together for things that we yeah. need to know and understand that he's going to be doing with us. We're going to be doing some new things. We'll still keep doing, you know, chat with Steve and Kat. We're going to be doing that. But we have a lot of other things already on our plate that he has shown us. New things in the offices that will be taking place, new products we're putting out. Uh, we'll have a place we can actually create products ourselves and have lots of storage to put them in. So we have been very, very busy. So number one, when God is clear to you about what he's going to do with you, he means that. So be willing to do it his will, his way. And we made sure we told him, you have permission, God, to stop us if we're not hearing clearly. Is there something we need to add? We're giving you permission to let us know that. That's so important because then you've opened up the door completely for what he has for you. And so all I can say is these are great, powerful days coming on the earth. I know you've heard me say that. I can't change it because he hasn't changed it. And I've learned to know him well, not just his voice, but him. And so that's really one of the main things on my heart is letting you know these are days of preparation. And I know to you they may look different and even to the world they may look different. But God is fully aware of everything that's going on. And I'm telling you, hell is about to get their butt kicked royally and crushed and pushed back for quite a long time. Mm -hmm. So even though you've experienced a couple of years of hell trying to rule in this world, Jesus Christ has every right to rule as the Lord of glory. And we are all giving him permission to do that. So I can tell you right now, things are going to be different in a God way. Yeah. Uh, hell will not be our new norm. It will never be our norm, especially not my norm. So uh, I just want you all to know that we love you so much. We thank you for your prayers. We know really probably hundreds of thousands of people are praying for us right now uh, for us to, to have all that God wants for us. 
We're praying the same thing for every single one of you. We pray for you all the time. We hold you up in prayer. We know that there's many other people and other leaders out there who are hearing God. We're so happy for that, uh, that they realize God has a plan for your life in these days, even more than all the days before this time. So yes, look forward to suddenly exciting things to happen, more and more justice coming in our lives and in the lives of this world, because people are certainly ready to see that happen. So yes. thank you for share with you today and love on you today. And I can't wait until we get our actual home home uh, we go from this place, which is beautiful at the beach. We are we will be inside the gate God wants us in, but the home mm -hmm. that we're going after is not quite quite ready. And so therefore we will be renting a place in there. We've already been approved. So we'll have a little taste of being inside those gates. It's gonna be glorious, and we're looking mm -hmm. forward to meeting a lot of new people there and doing things for God. So that is my number now, one on my heart is to share that. Now, when you when you said God's preparing you and your staff and there's been, you know, you've had to clean out and God said, get rid of this. Or the amazing thing is that we think, oh, Kat Kerr, well, she knows she knows everything and she's experienced everything, you know, and then to hear you share. It's just encouraging because to hear you share, you know, God's preparing me that you've not reached some pinnacle that is like, you know, God still can't deal with you and prepare you for for new things it's encouraging to all of us because i think we all feel like man god what you are preparing me for something but i can't put my finger on it yeah i can tell you uh he's being very clear in this time though uh with us also about the things he wants us or needs for us to be a part of and i think a lot of people don't realize that's what he's doing in your life sometimes you don't understand if you ask for clarity, he will give you more clarity. Uh, you have not because you ask not. And it's so important to to have clarity on what he wants with you anyway. So, yes, these are wonderful days. You'll experience new things. I will. We will. We all will. And so you you're forerunners. I have to say that because the Holy Spirit just said, tell them they're forerunners. You are forerunners in the, the powerful things of God coming on the earth. You're not here just to watch or just to hear or listen. You're here to be a part of it. So therefore, if you're here, to be, let's all say this together. Father, Father I give you permission, I give you give you permission to get my attention. To get my attention. If you need it. If you need it. And I'm not listening. And I'm not listening. I want your will. I want your will. Your way. Your way. You are the only God I serve. You're the only God I serve. I will not serve another. I will not serve another. Amen. Amen. Well, Kat, I want to get into some questions because I know our time is a little bit shorter and we yeah. have some great questions here, but I want to start off with a question that is an amazing question. And it's, is there a difference between uh, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? Can you know them each personally or is it just, do we kind of lump them together and it's just one spirit you know that we can only know i'll tell you nobody in heaven lumps them together <laughs> no one in heaven thinks oh this is the godhead we just have to worship them as the godhead we can't know them any other way than as the godhead and of course they're each god father son and holy spirit they're god 
I mean, they're not just with him. They are him. They are him. And they do many things together. They create together. They go, go places together. They have group meetings all the time with everybody. And so, but they have different personalities. And I'll explain a little bit of that because I think it's really exciting. The father is, of course, our father. And the reason he says that is because you lived inside of him literally before you were here on the earth. And he sent you here. And the reason he sent you was so you can actually have a physical body. And having you are a little spiritual being, maybe about this big. See if I can get that to see. See if I can get Anyway, let's move that over here. I'm not very good with it. There you go. <laughs> you're about a little tiny spiritual being. That's what you were. That was your spirit. It wasn't anybody else. That was you. You lived inside the Father. That's where you've always been. And we've been with him from the beginning. And actually, you saw things. Eventually in heaven, you will probably remember some of the things you saw before the earth was made. You still were in him. And it says he is our father. It says we are his offspring. It's very clear about that. And so, yes, he is your actual father. You had a temporary one on the earth that he sent you to. Now, I do need to say, say a few other things. If that father was not good to you, that was not the father's choice. People on this earth, they have a choice to make up their own mind. They choose who they will serve, and some that, that sometimes it reflects on us. But one day in heaven, you will know who your real father is. It is the heavenly father. And he acts like a father. He goes out on outings with all many of us in heaven. He'll just have you come up the throne to visit with him. Sometimes he takes you somewhere by himself so you can get to know him more. So it's an amazing thing to see the heart of the father. And, you know, Jesus talked about him all the time when he was on the earth. Didn't, didn't stop talking about him. He would go away to be with him sometimes to the mountains, uh, even though he was still on the earth and sent on assignment to be Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. He also was called, you know, it's called the son of man and the son of God. That's who he was called because, of course, Mary was his mother uh, temporarily. <laughs> she was chosen to carry the son of God and then birth him. And that was why, so he could have a body like us, so he could connect with us, Jesus Christ. And you know what? We had to have someone righteous die for us. Someone who died for our sins that could forgive sins had to be holy. And so that was one of the reasons he was sent. And just even knowing him more for himself. He's a real character. He was a character on the earth. And people, even sinners, liked to sit with him because he was exciting and interesting. I'm sure he didn't bash them all like most some Christians bash people. I know you cannot agree with people who sin. I'm talking about you right now in the earth, you people, you Christians. You can't agree with sin because we're not supposed to. But you are still supposed to care about the sinner and pray for them that they would come into the kingdom, that they would know Jesus Christ. And so, but, but Jesus himself, I mean, think of what he called. One of, one, one of his favorite things he always said was, uh, to the the ones the 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 ones the uh, high priest maybe not the high priest but you know what I'm talking about the leadership in the temple who weren't treating people right and the Jesus, Pharisees and Sadducees yeah Sadducees Pharisees and Jesus said you're sure whited sepulchers full of dead men's bones now if that's not a shot at him I don't know what is if that is not saying you're not doing right I don't like what you're doing it's wrong. Jesus Christ did not mind giving his opinion on things. 
And so his disciples really never knew what he was going to say or do. Uh, he was exciting to be with, though, and and, uh, and live with on the earth and do things on the earth. But I'm telling you, I can tell you three of his favorite things, if you'd like to know. Yes. Jesus loved flowers. He was called the Lily of the Valley. Is that right? Yes. Uh, the Rose of Sharon. And people go, why was he called all these flower things? He loved flowers. And how about this? Even where he was buried, it actually was the garden tomb. I was taken back in time one time. I don't mind sharing that because it happened. I was taken back in time, and that was the day that I was, um, I had started asking for a baptism in fire because I knew that was that was a powerful thing to have. It's still coming, but God has been giving it out in measures. So I found out a friend of mine had received that, and I'm like, I want that. So I started asking, asking, praying, 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 praying. And one time at church, on oh my word, uh, you were caught up front if you were going to be in the ministry in any way or be a part of it. And the Holy Spirit said, you need to get down there. You are. Get down there. I didn't think at that time that I really probably was. When I went down, I had hands laid on me. The power of God, the fire of God hit me so hard. It was like a blowtorch. It wow. threw me back into the congregation. And the usher who was supposed to catch me was thrown back into the congregation also. And I wow. laid on that floor for hours, shaking with the fire of God on me. And two angels came, picked me up, took me back in time. I'm just telling you the truth, okay? Yeah. Took me back in time to the tomb of Christ right after he had raised from the dead. So when I showed up, I was not having a dream. I don't dream. I don't sleep long enough to dream. It was not a vision. It was an encounter. And I've had probably hundreds of thousands of encounters. And so I was so undone. And let me tell you this, though. Traveling through time is just like you're watching a Star Wars movie or Star Trek. You know all those lights it shows when you go warp speed and they shoot at you? That's exactly the way it looked. I'm like, wow. I'll never forget that time. That was so, that was just crazy. And so I saw all these lights shooting at us. And all of a sudden we stopped. My feet touched the ground. And when it cleared, I was outside the tomb of Christ. And outside the tomb of Christ, the roll, the stone was rolled away. I knew where I was. I knew this, what that was. And when I looked, I was standing behind a few trees. There was Christ standing in the garden, people. Here he's just raised from the dead, right? This king of glory. And he's in the garden, but he has his back turned to, you know, where I was. I'm quite sure he probably knew I was there anyway. And Mary had come around the corner with spices and stuff like that, you know, to anoint him. She went in the tomb, and the two angels were in that tomb, and they asked her, you know, why have you come here looking for him? And then she said, where are you taking him? So she stepped outside. She asked him, how about this? She thought he was the gardener, people. Why do you think that? Because he was standing in the flower bath. Mm. Sometimes the, the, the answer is the simplest answer of all. And so she said something, where have you taken him, thinking he was a gardener? And he called her, he called her name, turned around, he knew exactly who she was, and then she knew who he was. And she ran to him, he said, don't hang on to me. She, he said, I haven't been back, you know, I've got to go to my father and your father, meaning his father in heaven. Meaning he had not been back to heaven yet at this point. He said, go tell the others, you know, where he'd been, go tell them what you've seen. And I heard all of that, and I heard all of that. Now, the crazy thing was some of it was not in English. Like what you're hearing? 
Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now, back to the show. But I knew exactly what they were saying when they were talking about this. So that was one of the greatest encounters I ever had, getting to, to go to the tomb of Christ, seeing the stone had been rolled away, heard Mary's testimony about her, you know, talking, wanting to know where he was. It was very powerful. So you let me tell you this. Don't ever discount yourself that you cannot have encounters with God. Mm-hmm. You don't ever think you can't because he wants to know you. He wants you to experience things. And I tell people, if you really want to, you don't have to ask him 500 times. Ask him once and then thank him for taking you. Because in these days of glory and baptism and fire, many encounters will happen for people who've never had one before. So I'm praying that 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 does happen for you, that God sees your heart and knows that, that you want to know him more, want to know Christ more. And I'm telling you, you'll never forget having an encounter. Your mind will... Go over that over and over again, and you'll probably be able to visionary, have do you know, um, uh, envision that when that happened to you. And that's the way it is with me. I never forget when I have encounters with God. So just expect something different. Expect something new. These are new days on the earth that have never existed before, and He's going to include us. That means the body of Christ, and they're doing powerful things to become a te- a te- um, witness and a testimony to the power and the love of the living God. You know, one of the questions that was on here too, Kat, was about the baptism of fire. Oh, yeah. And um, let me just find it real quick because they were asking, um, basically is the, mm, okay, here it is. Sharon wanted to know, I'm spirit filled, but have also heard of a baptism by fire. Is that the same thing? If not, how do I receive the baptism by fire? I will tell you this, that it is an event. I do know it's an event that will happen on the earth and probably in mass at one time. Uh, it is, uh, when it talks about baptism by fire, yes, that's what it's talking about. It's talking about the fire of God invading your life. It will wipe clean the walls of your heart and your soul uh, from anything that doesn't belong there or God doesn't want. There's one thing that will empower you to have such boldness. You have to understand that when the Holy Spirit showed up, remember that when they all were waiting in the upper room and the fire of God, the baptism of fire, the Holy Spirit brought it to the whole wall. I've been in that place. And let me tell you that that opening, that portal of fire is still there. Is still there in the place where he came through. They were so powerfully impacted. Before that time, this is like when Christ, Christ had, you know, they had taken Christ. And they were very concerned about that happening. Some of the disciples were not wanting to be seen out in public. And yet after this encounter with Holy Spirit, who filled them with the, with the fire of God and with speaking in tongues at the same time, They were so bold, they didn't care who heard them, who saw them. They had no fear in their life. It was a powerful thing. That same thing will happen to you. It will so embolden you to be a testimony of Jesus Christ. And they began to impact everybody in that city after that happened. So, yes, that is baptism in fire. That fire does come from heaven. Um, And actually, some of the hosts are involved with that. It says that his angels uh, fill his... um, 
people would, you know, would fire of God. So part of the angels or the angelic or the host are part of that whole thing, are bringing fire from heaven to earth. It was in a calendar, I think, one of our calendars we made. I think it was the one, wow. the last one that we made. And by the way, just so you know, we're not going to stop making calendars. <laughs> we will be making some new ones coming up soon. But the baptism and fire will be very key to the, how we live our lives in this time. That and walking in the glory, both of those are powerful things that will be happening in these days of acceleration. So it's a different baptism, though, than if you get baptized in the Holy Spirit, let's say with evidence of speaking in tongues. But yes. the fire of God is tangible. You would know if you got baptized in the oh, fire. Yeah, you don't know. So it's different. People. Yeah, I never had to ask anyone. You think I got baptized in fire? <laughs> it was like, You're like I burned the fire in. That heat of that fire when hands were laid on me. And it was my pastor, and it was just uh, someone God used to impart that into me. And I had been seeking it, though. I had been seeking it. So, yes, baptism in the Holy Spirit is a separate baptism. Uh, that is available right now to people. Uh, as soon as you get born again, you can ask the Holy Spirit to invade your life and ask him to fill you uh, and to speaking in tongues. But the fire is a holy, powerful level. Uh, I can't say it's more important than tongues. Tongues are very important to you, but the fire of God will empower you and embolden you like nothing ever has before. Amen. Would you pray for people that they've, they've been asking and they've been crying out for the fire of God? Would you just pray for them real quick? If, you know, um, however you're led by the Lord, that they would also experience that fire yeah. of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, Father, right now, I just speak to everyone who is hungering for that baptism in fire. It's something you'll never be the same again. You may get a measure. I only had a measure. I didn't still get it in fullness, but I had a measure. I'll never forget. It changed me so much. So, God, right now, I just impart right now the measure I have received to anyone hungry and asking for it. Right now, receive it. In Jesus' name, that it will embolden you, cast out all fear, yeah. all arguing, all, 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 un oh, just take a seat, all the things I want to say. Any confusion in your life right now, in Jesus' name, fill them, fill them, fill them with the measure, the same measure right now. I impart it. Say, I receive it, everybody, right now, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. There you go. Amen. All right. Make sure you're commenting right now if you're feeling the fire of God, because you will tangibly, this is a tangible feeling that comes I'll tell you this. If you begin to feel hot, even later tonight, now we've had people who did receive a measure when I, when I prayed, they got in a shower four times. They were so hot. They didn't, they didn't know what it was. I went, do you not realize you received a measure of the fire of God? That's why you're hot. Mm -hmm. So thank you for it. Enjoy, enjoy that while that presence is there, because when yes. it first comes, you can get really hot and uh, it should be hot. This is the fire of God. So that's yes. what you're experiencing. You need to understand when God really begins to touch you in many different ways. Uh, there's different ways that you could experience um, those things, but Fire of God brings heat, people. Yes. And you'll see such a change in 
in who you are because it it yeah. it does it it gets rid of you your selfishness and you're your, right, like it gets rid of you people <laughs> it does it gets rid of you which sounds silly but that is what a new level even here we're in a new level getting rid of stuff that we don't need Amen. not things right. outside things in <laughs> yeah yeah i know continually continually yeah. we have to get rid of all the stuff that is worn yeah anything Christ. that pulls you away from god's path or um don't argue with people don't be unhappy don't don't complain a lot i'm not saying i do i'm just saying some of those are situations in your life you need to let them go and just let god finish what he wants to do in you because then he gives you more of him in you yes and that's the ultimate goal right there. Nothing better than him and us. That's right. Okay, I'm gonna to get to another question now, Kat. Um, so Cheryl asks, do the demons know that Satan is defeated and their ultimate end is the lake of fire? Oh, I doubt it very much. He's probably lying to them too. He's probably lying to them saying that they're all gonna take over and they think they're taking over right now. Hmm. I don't think he tells the truth to anybody. Not even yeah. now. They'll find out eventually, probably sooner than later. Yes. Amen. Okay. Amen. Kim Kim asks, my seven-year-old nephew sees a lot of things in the spirit. He see thing he sees things move in mirrors too. How can I tell if he's seeing good or bad things in the spirit? I think it depends on how he explains it or even how he acts after that. But definitely explain to him that he needs to, if something shows up, he has to ask the question. Are you of the spirit of the most high God who sent his son to die for the sins of this world? It even says that's a test question. If you're not mm -hmm. sure if it's of God or not, then you need to ask that question. You can make up other ones, but that one is definitely from heaven. They can't lie if that very question is asked. Okay. Mm. Uh, normally, if it's a spirit that doesn't belong to God, then they can't answer. They can't even say they can't lie. Mm -hmm. Okay. They cannot lie. So that question, and that's the one that I sometimes use myself just to test, although I don't necessarily have to. I do that to teach others that it's okay to do that. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, they the others will disappear. They'll be gone. They get really terrified that I even know that I have to or should ask that question. God is very pleased that I do ask it. So you will ask anything that shows up in the spirit. Come and go with me. I've got something wonderful to show you. I'm going to show you a whole new place, you know, you've never seen before. And you just go with them. Don't do that. You ask mm -hmm. them, are you of the spirit of the most high God who sent his son to die for the sins of this world? And usually they will just be gone. They'll just go and they won't respond to you if you ask that question. And there's a difference between because when you have an encounter with God or if you're seeing something, it is so real to you, whether it's a counterfeit spirit or an angelic presence. The fear, I think, because we're in human flesh, right? We have that yes. flight or fight system. So is it the fear of the Lord or because the fear of the Lord is not fear of the enemy? Like, could you explain the difference between the fear of the Lord and fear if it's a demonic presence? Yeah, fear where you are afraid, afraid. That's usually from the enemy. That's one of his greatest weapons is fear. Even though it's unfounded fear, it means there's no reason for it. Uh, mm -hmm. The devil still likes to use that. 
The fear of the Lord is that you don't want to do anything that would hurt the Lord. That's the difference, and that is actually the truth about that. You don't want to step out and do something that would upset the Lord or, or, hurt, or hurt him. And if people don't realize that's what the fear of the Lord is, it's not afraid of him. It's afraid of what, how you may make him feel if you choose the wrong thing or do the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. That's a great explanation. So if your seven-year-old nephew feels fear, like heart-pounding fear, then let's, I just want to ask this too, because I feel this prompting of the Holy Spirit. How should she pray for him if that is happening to him? Maybe he comes in and shares an experience and he is like terrified. How should she pray over him? The first thing I would do, I would do is break anything of the enemy off of him or that's trying to impress him, especially witchcraft. And, and what she actually does is she could go, I sever all witchcraft trying to attach itself to you because many times that's all it is. Not, mm -hmm. that, not that that's not dangerous. It's just it's probably a lie, but that doesn't matter. You don't want that. She also has a right to lose that from his soul, and that's what she should do. I choose as a watcher over your soul to lose that entire encounter, those feelings, that spirit. I loose it out of your soul like it was never there in Jesus' name, and I bind to your soul the love and the life of God and the truth from Jesus Christ, and then it will be gone. Awesome. Awesome. So Lynn asks, sometimes I hear singing at night like choirs. That's that's amazing, Lynn. I also have heard musical instruments. Only every now and then I can pick up a word for the singing. Um, she said, what am I hearing and why am I hearing this? I'm sure you're hearing heaven's choir. I'm sure that's what that is or some of the angels who sing from heaven. I'm sure that number one, that's what you're hearing. And I've been in many services before where I have heard heaven's, heaven's choir singing, even with the people singing on the platform, I've heard them. I've also heard instruments being played that weren't from this earth. And uh, many times I actually can hear the words of what the angels are singing that are present or that came uh, to share worship from heaven. So those days are going to increase for people. So make sure your heart is open to receive that. When you come into a worship service, understand heaven is present. If you're glorifying God, if you're worshiping Jesus Christ, heaven is going to be present, okay? Don't let yourself get distracted. Focus in on the worship. If you have to close your eyes to listen, you may hear something you don't expect to hear, which would be really awesome. So I know that is what you're hearing. Yes, that's that sounds glorious, Lynn. We just pray for more of that in Jesus' name. Um, Tony asks, I have heard you often say that if we've lost a child through miscarriage or even through abortion, um, then they're given to us when we get to heaven. She said, I have a son whose ex-wife aborted two children that he very badly wanted. She's repented, but when he gets to heaven, will he be reunited with his children or are they given back to the mother? I think they get to know both of you. I think that's just the way God does it. Uh, if the mother is in heaven and she's repented for all of that, of course, she would want to know him. But those who raised him do not get to, do not miss out on knowing him in heaven, spending time with him in heaven. So I think it's something that's probably shared between both of them. Oh, so they both get to be with yeah. their babies. Yeah. Uh, God is so redemptive in yes. everything. Okay, last question for you, Kat. 
Uh, when God heals somebody of something, does he send those symptoms or diseases somewhere or are they just taken from the body? I think she might even mean like a, if it was a spirit of infirmity, maybe even. When God heals somebody of something, does he send those symptoms or diseases somewhere or are they just removed from the body? I think they're just removed from the body completely. Sometimes like they were never there. Mm -hmm. uh, to be healed is one thing, but to be made whole is like it never happened to you. And then no, really, I always pray for people to be made whole in Jesus' name. Um, but normally they're just taken away and they're gone forever. Yeah, praise God. He is our healer. So, Kat, before um, we, well, why don't we pray first? And then I'm going to, that way people can find where they can follow you. So why don't you pray however you feel led to first, and then we'll get all the information about um, your ministry. Father, I thank you for all those listening, God. You know what their needs are. You know what they're asking you for. Uh, you know what they're expecting in their life. I thank you, God, for answering their prayer, for showing them your love, to show you, show them that you do care very much about them, that these are glorious days coming on the earth, Father. So I thank you right now to send all those things out, Father, that, that the suddenlies, the excitement, the joy, the celebration is coming, Father. I thank you for giving that to the people listening and watching, even if it's later, Father, that you are a God that loves. You are a God that sent your son to die for the sins of this world, for healings for the people. By his stripes, we were already healed because of his word that he has given, Father, the promises even that you have given, Father. They are true and amen in Jesus' name. I declare them to not miss one day of what you have planned for each and every one of them, Father. Bring family members back together in this time, God. Uh, show them your mercy. Show them justice for what's been done against them, God. And let us live our life for you, for Jesus Christ, for Holy Spirit. In these days, be a witness and a testimony of the saving power of Jesus Christ, the healing power, the love of the Father, and the celebration of Holy Spirit. In these days, may they receive baptism in fire walk in the glory and be a part of the story of why Jesus Christ came to this world in Jesus name. May it be so. And everyone said, amen. amen. Well, thank you, Kat, so much for answering all those questions. And I just love being with you today. And, you know, a lot of people have been blessed by so, so many of your, your like you spoke about your calendars because yes. they're, they give visuals. And I think for all of us, we, we're visual people. Everything we do, we, we see oh, everything. Know. So it really helps us. So how can people get, um, get that stuff? Is it on Revealing Heaven? Yeah, revealingheaven.com is the website that we have that you can go to and see the products that the Holy Spirit has given us to create, to reveal heaven to earth, to reveal the things that are in heaven. Uh, and also there's catcur.com. If you want to be a, a, a monthly giver, it's the only place you can give online is catcur.com. Uh, so don't so give through a personal message. Yeah. And also, also uh, we call the catcur.com the father's uh, spiritual platform to say whatever he wants to, whenever he wants to. And so we just want you all to know that we love you very much. There's nothing out there to learn and see about heaven, even where. Uh, or drink from like I love my new coffee cup 
although I think it's got something else in it besides coffee. Here you go. It says I don't do demons right there. Nope, I don't. Uh, they're crushed and pushed back. That's what they're supposed to be. Uh, we love heaven. That is our assignment from God is to reveal heaven to earth and create heaven and part of heaven on this earth. And we're not going to stop. So be blessed in Jesus' name. Get ready for exciting things to happen in your life. And we will be praying for you. Amen. Amen. And I think earlier today, Emily or Julie's reminding me, I said today was uh, 2022. I must, my you mind must do <laughs> I thought that we did put 2023 up there though. Yeah. I'm sorry. Pregnancy brain. We are not in 2022. We are in 2023. So yes, we are. sorry yes. about that. A great Our, year. A great yes. year. On Amen. So tomorrow we will see all of you guys. Thursday will be with Johnny Enlow Unfiltered. You don't want to miss it. We love awesome. all of you guys. Bless you in Jesus' name. See you tomorrow. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.